Well, hello there, friend. It's Old Hat. I'm winding down at the end of this day. It was a Saturday. It was a good day here. How about you? Hope you had fun. Tonight, I thought I'd read you one of the oldest stories I've ever read. Well, that's probably not true. There are stories older than that, but one of the first ones I read on my own. Because in fourth grade, they let us order books from the book fair. and I have no idea where I got the money. It may be that my teacher put the money in. I just don't remember. We didn't have very much money, though, so somebody came up with it somewhere. And I bought two books of my very own. And this is one of them, and it's Nine True Dolphin Stories, because I really like dolphins, and I really liked them in fourth grade. And I thought, man, if I had a whole book about dolphins, how cool would that be? So I still have it, and I still like it. It's got my name right there on the front of it. And I thought that I would read you one of the stories from my book, The Nine True Dolphin Stories. Because maybe you like dolphins too. And if you don't, maybe you'll like them after you hear some stories about them. So tonight we're going to read the story of Polaris Jack. Polaris Jack, the faithful dolphin. The country of New Zealand is made up of two main islands. Between them is a big body of water called Cook Strait. One summer day in 1888, a steamship was going through those waters, carrying passengers from one island to another. Suddenly, a dolphin came to the top of the water. He swam with the ship for miles. Sometimes he swam by the side of the ship. Sometimes he swam in front of it. Then with a flick of his tail, he was gone. But the next day, the dolphin was back, and the next, and the next, always swimming with one ship or another. But at the end of the day, the dolphin would swim away. He would swim into a small inlet of water called Polaris Bay. Before long, people began to call the dolphin Polaris Jack. The waters of Cook Strait were full of fast currents, jagged rocks, and even whirlpools. Some people thought that Polaris Jack had decided to act as a pilot. They said he was showing the ship where it was safe to go. Nonsense, other people said. He's just having a good time. Whatever the reason, more and more people began to ride the ships. They all wanted to see the dolphin. They would crowd close to the railings and peer out across the choppy water of Cook Strait. Here comes Jack, someone would cry as the dolphin raced towards the boat. Jack became more and more famous. People wrote about him in magazines and newspapers. His picture was printed on postcards. A chocolate candy was named after him. (laughs) And people came from far away to see the dolphin who swam with ships. The sailors on these steamships had a special feeling for Jack. He brought them good luck, they said. As long as Polaris Jack swam with their ship, nothing could go wrong. And nothing bad would ever happen to Jack either, the sailors said. Not if they could help it. But one day Jack was swimming with a ship named the SS Penguin. As usual, the railing high above the water was crowded with people laughing and talking and pointing at Jack. One young man was standing apart. Now he slowly raised a gun and fired it at Jack. The bullet whizzed through the air. It missed. But Jack dived deep in the water and sped away. From that day on, Polaris Jack would not go near the penguin. 
Before long, the sailors began to call the penguin a bad luck ship. One sailor would not work on her anymore. Jack won't have anything to do with her, he said. Why should I? Now people begin to worry about Jack. One man had already taken a shot at him. What was to stop another? Jack's many friends decided that a law should be passed to protect him. In 1904, the New Zealand government agreed. From then on, it was against the law for anyone to harm Polaris Jack in any way. This was the first law in history written especially to protect a dolphin. For the next few years, Polaris Jack went on swimming with the ships. Then in the summer of 1912, four Norwegian whaling boats sailed into Cook Strait. They were supposed to hunt only the big whales. But a few days later, Jack didn't show up. He didn't come around the next day or the next. People on the ships would stare out over the water. They would think they saw something speeding toward them. Here comes Jack, they would cry. But their eyes, or their hearts, were playing tricks on them. Polaris Jack was never seen again. What had happened? Had Jack decided to go somewhere else? No one who knew the faithful dolphin could believe that. Maybe he died of old age. Jack had been swimming with ships for 22 years. That's old for a dolphin. But many of Jack's friends feared something else. They feared that one of the whaling boats had captured him and boiled him down for oil. Was this true? No one would ever know for sure. But a newspaper printed a story about Polaris Jack's life. And it summed up everyone's feelings very well. The story ended, If he is dead, more's the pity. If he has been slaughtered, more's the shame. I agree with that. I was supposed to say the end and then say I agree with that. But I agree with that, and it was the end. Can you imagine a, a, a dolphin that showed up to swim with a ship for 22 years pretty much every day? That's kind of amazing. Dolphins are really smart, too. And he knew what that ship that he the, the boy fired at him from, shot at him. He knew which ship it was, and he never swam near it again. That's pretty smart, I think. Dolphins are really smart. I think they're a lot of fun. When I was uh, young, there was a TV show called Flipper. I wonder if we could find that on TV and watch episodes of Flipper. That could be fun. He There was a boy on the show that he and Flipper knew each other real well. Flipper was always helping him out. Pretty cool. Anyway, that may be why I like dolphins so much. Well, thanks for listening to my story. All right. Well, no song tonight, I don't think, because my allergies are acting up again, so I wouldn't sound like a very good singer. But I thought since it was Saturday tonight and tomorrow is Sunday, I thought I might read a prayer that I wrote that I remember sometimes, and maybe it will help you feel better too. It does me, especially when I'm scared or nervous about something, I think about this. It goes like this. Dear Lord, remind me, when it all seems too much, remind me that your grace is sufficient for all of my needs. When I am overwhelmed and feel like I'm going under, remind me that it is your mighty hand that lifts me up. When I am besieged on all sides, remind me that you are the fortress into which I can run for shelter. When I am worried and anxious about many things, remind me that what I should choose is to just sit at your feet. When this life is roaring around me, remind me to listen for your gentle whisper. When I have come to the end of my strength, remind me that your power works best in weakness. When there is too much on my mind, 
remind me to think on whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right and pure and lovely and admirable and excellent and praiseworthy. Remind me, Lord. Amen. I hope you sleep well. Good night.